Every part of your vehicle serves a purpose, especially your tires. When they aren't right, it makes a big difference in safety. So, find great deals on trusted brands of automotive and specialty tires for farm machinery, utility vehicles, and more at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Potato planting is now 13% finished, which is a day behind the average. But according to Donald Mom, Olson Farms and Produce Sustainability Manager, he says they are right on schedule. I'm Charity Seebecker with the Midwest Farm Report. He says they were able to get into the fields a week earlier than normal. Our storage potatoes have been holding well with no issues, so our market supply should last us until August as we plan every year. Um, Our seed supplies have been arriving on schedule for the most part, so our seed cutting operation for planting this year is proceeding on schedule. Uh, There were some weather issues earlier, but... uh, um, they the trucks did arrive just a day later than we thought, but uh, by and large, it's on schedule. We were able to get into the fields just after Easter and was unseasonably warm, and we started planting, but it got so warm in the afternoons, uh, we had to cut our uh, planting off because when the field trucks are out there with the seed, they just start baking those potatoes. Uh, so we'd have to stop in the afternoons because it's just too warm. Um the field conditions are pretty good. Uh, the high temperatures, they dried the soil out pretty good, a little more than we wanted, but uh, we were able to find good moisture to, to plant into. And to give you an idea, the soil temperatures, when we started the day after Easter, uh, soil temperatures were in the upper 40s. And then by the end of the week, they were already about 60 degrees. So it had gone up 20 degrees in a week's time. Uh, but then we had that rain and snow and freezing temperatures and that kind of put a damper on things and got things back into more of a seasonal time of year. When that happens, it certainly uh, makes it a little more challenging to get back into the fields. How does that compare then to this time last year or the progress that you're at now compared to past years? Is it pretty on track, pretty similar, or has anything changed? Well, we did get in about 25% of our, our planting, and that's between our two farm locations and Arena and Grand Marsh. And traditionally, uh, on a really good week, we can plant about half of the acres. So uh, we did get a good start, but now we're having a, a lull because of the weather. But uh, overall, I, I think everything's on track because actually last year, we actually started on April 19th. So we started a week earlier, so we're about a week ahead of schedule. You mentioned the different temperatures and the seeds' reactions to it. What are the ideal conditions for growing potatoes? Moderate to warm during the day and cool at night. So we're talking 65 to 80 degrees during the day is really good. And then about 55 to 65 at night is about where you would want that. And when you start planting potatoes, the the soil temperature should be at least about 45 degrees. So then when do you really start asking for that warmth and the moisture, things like that, to really be able to have a successful yield throughout the growing season? Uh, Potatoes are a little finicky. Um, Our cut seed is stored in the 40s, and then uh, we gradually warm the seed up to the 50s so that by planting time, uh, it'll help us match the seed temperature to the soil temperature. Um, cold seed going into really warm soil can shock the potatoes and warm seed going into cold soils it does the same thing. So what happens is uh, you can get a delayed emergence um, or even when you do that, the seeds will sweat or uh, create excess moisture and then that creates a better environment 
for soil-borne diseases. That's what we try to do. And the temperatures do play an important role for putting the seeds into the ground. Is frost a big issue ever late in the spring for potatoes, or are they pretty hardy and can push through when that happens? Sometimes the, the frost does do a little more damage. It all depends on the temperature or how bad they got nipped. Uh, what happens is uh, if you get a light frost, the stems below the ground do okay. But once they start emerging and start the little plants coming up, uh, the frost can certainly nip them. And this can set the plants back about a week or so in their development. What happens is that little seed piece uh, tries to grow another stem and it, it uses up the rest of the energy that that plant wanted to use to grow with. So it, it can set it back a little bit. This time of the year, are there any particular pests or diseases that you guys need to be aware of? And if so, how do they compare to past years from what you're seeing? Right now, I think the, the important thing for us, because we're still getting seed in, is monitoring for seedborne diseases because we're going to be taking that seed and putting it right into the ground, and we don't want to inoculate our soil with uh, these pests. So um, we watch for that. What happens a lot of time if while in storage the seed had diseases such as uh, soft rots or dry rots, that takes up a lot of the potato that was intended to be planted, and it's using up more energy uh, or took care of some of the potato that was planted to use to get out of the ground when it grows. So um, we watch for that. And then uh, this time of year, it's it's nice and cool and uh, sometimes wet. So we watch out for diseases like uh, rhizoctonia. It's a fungus that likes that cold, damp soil. And so it's necessary to treat the soil or the seed to prevent the rhizoc. And then uh, once the plants emerge, uh, we start to scout for Colorado potato beetles already. Uh, they'll come in from the edge of the fields. And compared to last year, uh, I think uh, it's, it's still early for us to tell, but uh, we haven't seen much of a difference so far in the amount of disease coming in off of the potatoes as seed. We did recently turn down a seed shipment due to powdery scab, and the disease, it looks bad on the surface of potatoes, but it's also a, a vector for mop-top virus, and that can be detrimental in the potato field. So we didn't want the powdery scab getting inoculated into our field, so we turned them down. And this past winter was actually kind of mild. And so we're expecting to see higher populations of Colorado potato beetles. What is your overall outlook for this planting season? What do you expect to have for a yield or a good harvest? I think so far uh, with what we're seeing, uh, it, it, it's all weather dependent. Um, right now, the, the way the planting is going, it, we could certainly have an average yield. We would hope to, to get that just based on what the conditions are right now. Uh, we are 100% irrigated on our potatoes, so water's not a factor for us uh, unless it's too wet, and that can be an issue uh, because you will get the more diseases and waterlogged potatoes. So it's really dependent on the weather. Yeah, weather is definitely a barrier for planting crops, but how is supply chain or inflation? Is that still a barrier for you in any way? It has been a little bit. Um, this has been by far one of the tightest years for seed that we've ever had. So the seed green, uh, the seed growing regions uh, only had average yields this past year. And so the potato prices got really high. And when that happened, the potatoes that were supposed to be seed, they ended up getting sold to the consumer market and it created a tighter supply. And then we had some issues of uh, certified seed that didn't pass certification 
And there's just little things like that that uh, didn't help anybody out in getting seed. And so most of the seed growers are selling every bit of their seed because the supply is so tight. And inflation did hit us hard for the 2022 crop. And it, it has been easing up a little bit. The seed supply, though, has been our biggest issue. And then inputs like fertilizer and chemical, uh, they have been more expensive. And uh, we can we can deal with it, but uh, we don't like to pay that. And um, some of the chemicals that we have, uh, we've had to change some of them up because of pricing or availability. And so we end up having to get a more expensive product and certainly adds to the bottom line. So, yes, it has... It hasn't been a barrier, but uh, it has been a hindrance. We'll keep the supply coming. Uh, the, the one thing, uh, planting, the potato growers in this area are certainly uh, out on the road sooner than uh, any of the other farmers. They're just starting to get out to do their field work for corn and beans. Uh, one thing I did notice moving equipment is uh, drivers need to pay a lot more attention to when these equipment are on the road and just slow down and be patient. That was Donald Mom, Alsom Farms and Produce Sustainability Manager. I'll be linking their website in the online story, so be sure to check out MidwestFarmReport.com. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker. Every part of your vehicle serves a purpose, especially your tires. When they aren't right, it makes a big difference in safety. So, find great deals on trusted brands of automotive and specialty tires for farm machinery, utility vehicles, and more at Blaine's Farm and Fleet.